0: You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation.
1: This is where we turn rock into gold. So now you see the benefits of joining my association, huh? Given some more time, I will be rich enough to buy my way off this rock. Oh, but that doesn't mean by any stretch that I won't be needing a partner to help maintain such a lucrative business.
2: You mean work for you so you can get out of here and then I stay behind to run the show while you're off enjoying Papalo juice and Orion Party Girls.
1: Exactly. We must keep our client base happy now, mustn't we? Surely one shouldn't kill off the goose that lays the golden eggs. Of course, it will be my successor's prerogative to train his own successor if he wishes to continue our partnership. Naturally, he would choose wisely, or else, well, the partnership would have to be dissolved. And such things can be so messy.
2: So, let me guess. I'm the chosen one.
1: How often does such a treasure fall into one's lap?
2: And if I decide to stay
1: poor? Then your poverty would last as long as Orgoth's next lunch break.
2: Well, hey, who am I to refuse such a deal?
3: Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet had tried to
1: maintain peace within within the United Federation of Planets, but that alliance has become strained by
2: numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon Armageddon now now lurks in
0: every shadow. These are desperate times. We are are the desperate desperate measure.
2: Tell me, Suma, what exactly is this rapport that you have with technology that landed you in here? It's pretty easy,
3: actually. By touch, if I concentrate real hard, I can talk to machines, make them do things for me. But it's been a long time since I used it. I'm not sure if I can even do it anymore. Not that there's much technology on this rock, anyway. How do you do it? Well, for the most part... I just touch the machine or computer console and start thinking of what I want it to do. And it tells me if it can do it. Some machines are crankier than others, but I can usually persuade them after a little while. Some stuff won't even answer me.
2: Stupid machines. Do you happen to know where the main communications control room to this place is? Yes. But it's guarded day and night. Tell me, darling.
3: Do you think you could take me there? Sure. When do you want to go? Are you
2: free tonight? I usually am. We need to get that guard to come over here, out of the camera's viewing range. Oh, that's easy.
3: Hey, sweetie, how about a little break? Mmm, not a bad idea. I know a good place nearby. It's a lot more... private.
2: Hi there! Uh, Bet you thought you were gonna take your clothes off in another minute, didn't ya? Feel free to blink if you understand me. Well, you're actually right. Fortunately for you, it's not going to be exactly as fun as you hoped. Sweet dreams! Nice job. Now stay here until I signal for you. Yeah! So much for Candid Camera. What was that all about? <laughs>
3: Certainly didn't take you long with that little play toy, I see.
2: <coughs> that's for being nosy. Now, how did those old emergency hailing codes go? Oh yeah, I think that's it.
0: This is the Federation uh, Starship's defiance emergency hailing frequency. Commander you to freeze here.
2: JUDAH! Guess who? Mac? The one and only kid.
0: What are you... Where are you?
2: Looks like news doesn't travel too fast these days. I'm on Rura Pente.
0: What? What are you doing there? I thought you retired.
2: I'm not here as a guard, you goof. I'm a prisoner.
0: Oh man, this is a story I gotta hear.
2: <laughs> Look, Judah, much as I'd like to reach out and touch someone today, I really don't have the time. I need to get out of here.
0: Okay, Mac. uh, Shall I turn the ship around and head on over?
2: Negative. Get the enforcer and head over here alone. Access the layout of the prison. Track me by my biosignature.
0: Will do. But is the Federation runabout going to look a little suspicious?
2: Probably. Try out those external hollow emitters I installed. Make yourself look like a Klingon shuttle. Let's try to avoid too many extra questions. Can do. Good. Can you give me an ETA?
0: Well, I just got off duty. If I leave now and see you're at RuPente, I'm here. Divide by 30, multiply by square root of 2, take the log rhythm. Uh, I can be there in about 4 hours.
2: Make it 3. I don't know how much of this place will be around in 4.
0: Say, Mac, I can't change the log. Then
2: pretend you're Montgomery Scott and work me a miracle, man! Mac out. That was fast. Is everything okay? Fine. Why don't you get yourself back to our barracks? I've got a few more things to do. I know what you're planning to do.
3: You really are planning to escape, aren't you? I'm not a fool, Jezek. That's even your real name.
2: Names don't matter much in this place, hun.
3: Take me with you. You've gotta be kidding. I can get you past any electronic doors you run into. So it's gotta be like that, huh? Fairness is also
2: not a prison concept. Alright. But I'm going to need a hand getting past Branis' little friend guarding the Paraxicum lab first. Leave that to me.
3: So, who are you really? You're not the typical criminal that gets put in a place like this. And you genuinely seem confident you're going to get out of here in the next two hours in one piece.
2: Okay, so maybe Jezik's not my real name. And maybe I was Starfleet. Once. The way you must have overrun
3: the computers. The way you fight. It's very smooth, calculated, professional. Like you did this sort of thing for a living
2: thinking Section 31. Now, why ever would Section 31 let one of its operatives get thrown into a place like
3: this? (laughs) One of two reasons. You're either being punished for something, which they don't typically do,
2: or they let you live because they need you for something. Interesting theory, darling. Make a great story. But is it true? We'll talk about it once we're out of here. Okay, Tech Talker. I take it you've been here before? Yes, I know about the coded lock system. And you also know about Mr. Happy behind it. Can you give a little word to the lock system to let us in? I'll
3: try. I'm not sure I'll be able to bypass the voice lock, though.
2: Hey, it's just another bank of computers. Try speaking with an accent.
1: thing sleeps like a rock. Didn't Brannis give you a key? I left it in my other suit of rags. What's she doing here? No
2: unauthorized personnel are allowed in here. She was with Brannis. Now she's with me. Did Brannis send you? Nope. I came to do some extra credit work. Why don't you guys take a smoke break? We don't smoke. Well, you should. In fact, for all this junk you've been making to pollute the public, you both should be smoked.
3: Oh, my face! My face! My eyes! Ah!
1: Mr. Jezik. I had such high hopes for you. A secret entrance! Suddenly, I feel just like James Bond. In cases of emergency, every second counts. And I think I may have arrived just in time, too. It's the nice thing about electronic locks. They can alert you when anyone tries to bypass them. Now, why does it look to me like you are about to sabotage my paroxicum lab?
2: Because you've ridden this gravy train for long enough. The garbage that's on this rock needs to stay here.
1: And that includes you. Good chemists are so hard to find around here, you know. And now I'm going to have to speak to some people to get some more sent out to me. To replace the ones you just killed. Do you realize how much that's going to cost me?
2: Like I give a
1: rat's tail. I'm shutting you down for good. <laughs> Defiant to the end, Mr. Jezek, <laughs> Or shall I say, Commander Mac? Well, so much for my clever disguise. Don't play the fool with me. I suspect Section 31 sent you to infiltrate my operation and shut it down. But that's not going to happen. What are you
2: talking about?
1: I have my connections. I have customers from all walks of life, both in the gutter and in the Federation's highest offices. Yes, even in Section 31 itself. He was O'Keefe, I'm sure. A damn clever plan, I'll admit. Set up a cover for you with a bogus crime, get you sent to Rurapente, and try to take me and my operation out. But that's not going to happen. It's not my fault. His son was an addict. I didn't shove the drugs into him. But now I'm stuck babysitting him nonetheless. Yes, Mac, our waking friend Orgoth is Captain O'Keefe's son. (laughs) He couldn't stand the embarrassment that his son had abused Paroxicum and mutated into that creature. So he sent him here. At one time, O'Keefe was my best customer, and now it seems he's finally gotten an attack of conscience. Well, I'm sorry to inform him, but he's going to have to face another disappointment. The death of one of his division's top agents.
2: Now that is an interesting story, I'll give you that. Except for one small detail.
1: And that is...
2: That I honestly have no clue what you're talking about. I'm long retired from 31.
1: Nobody ever truly retires from Section 31... For one who's spent so many years with an organization whose hallmark is subterfuge, I'd have thought you'd be a better liar, Commander. Now, if you and the woman would be good enough to step out of this lab and back into the vestibule, I think Orgoth is now fully awake and probably very hungry. Do you think
3: that Disruptor frightens us?
1: Ah, Suma. I am very disappointed in you as well. Did I not make your life in here as comfortable as I could?
3: In between beatings, you mean? You treated me like property.
1: And you think life would have been better on your own in here? I did you a favor.
3: Then do me another one, Brannis. Kill me. I don't want to live like this anymore.
1: As you wish.
3: Wait a minute! Ah!
1: Don't come any closer or you're next. So was this your plan, Commander? Destroy the lab and escape? All neat and tidy. The authorities later overlook it as some faulty equipment causing a fire. Few lives lost in the process. Few less mouths to feed in a prison. No fuss. Case closed. Tracks covered. Look, you idiot. I told you I don't know how I got in
2: here, and I have no clue who set me up. Okay, I'll admit, I planned to trash your lab, but that one was all me.
1: You almost hadn't been convinced. But I suppose I'll learn the truth after you're dead. You know, it occurs to me, we're about the same size. In all those furs, no one would recognize if it were you or me leaving this place for a comfy escape flight out of here.
2: Only one of us is getting out of here, bait. Hey, look, kid, I don't know how much of you is left inside that giant head of yours to understand what I'm saying, but I'm not your dinner! <laughs> Alright, so we gotta play rough. Well, let's see how well you're gonna play with these kicked up into ya. Ah, crap. They already shriveled up, didn't we? Alright, so you wanna play Hulk Smash? Then come and get some of this door. Bullfighter style. Sorry for what I'm about to do, kid. But trust me, it's a lot better than the life you would have had around here. <laughs>
1: You could have been rich, Uh, powerful. Tell O'Keefe... Look,
2: I wasn't kidding when I told you I didn't know about your deals with O'Keefe. And I really don't know who sent me here. But I will find out. Uh, Help me! Uh, You know, after that workout, I don't think a retiree like me has the energy to lift that door off of you. But I'll do the next best thing. I'll give you something to take your mind off the pain. Did you know that if you reset the configurations of a disruptor the right way, that it can be used as a white bomb? (gasps) What? Ah, what's a white bomb, you ask? Well, simply put, it's when a disruptor feeds back on itself and then blows up. The effect is so devastating that everything in a 100 meter radius is also blown up. And so thoroughly! It's as if the entire area were wiped completely clean. Do you hear that whining sound? Those are the energy cells beginning to feed back on each other. It's gonna get pretty loud in a little while. But the good news is, it'll be real quiet for you afterwards. So long, jackass. Ah oh, man. Not another one of these damn passcodes. Damn it! I haven't got time for this now. The freaking floor is probably gonna cave in under me in the next minute. <sighs> all right, all right. Think, Mac, think. If this was where Branis hung out, he probably would have tailored it to himself so only he could get in and out. Hold on. B-R-A... N Ah, that's six What would he have used for Oh, of course B R O O T Now, enter Okay, Judah. The ball's in your court now. Don't keep me waiting. a nice hot chocolate. Ha! Maybe once we're airborne, just before the in-flight movie. Let's get out of here. Scotty would have been proud, partner. Nice job. Well, we do have a three-hour ride back, so I can go over in intricate detail the new mathematics I had to come up with and implement in order to get here in three hours. And I want to know what the heck is going on. Right now, Judah, I'm not even sure what's going on.
0: You have been listening to Star Trek, the Section 31 Files, Escape from Ropente, Part 2, written by Mark Kalita. Featured in the cast were Mark Kalita as Mac, Damaris Mannering as Suma, Dan Gargon as Branis, Judah Fries as Commander Judah, Chris Peterson as the guards, and Eric Busby as the chemist. This episode was produced by Eric Busby. Post-production by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. No attempt has been made to infringe or supersede any other existing copyright in relation to Star Trek, which remains the property of Paramount Pictures.